Hello everyone, this is Blake with me, Pastor Ryan. We are continuing our walk through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. Uh, today we are again in chapter 22. Chapter 22 is of religious worship and the Sabbath day. Last time we said that these two concepts, religious worship and the Sabbath day, they really belong together. Uh, and there we provided a summary. Today uh, we're going to talk about three particulars and so let's get into that. Pastor Ryan, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well. well let's, you mentioned um, three things to highlight. There are eight paragraphs in this chapter, but let's, let's talk about uh, three in particular. Uh, the first of which is about the, the change of day. So could you give us some background, explain to us exactly uh, the Christian view, the confessional view of Sabbath for us here in the modern world? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good question. Uh, paragraph seven of this chapter deals with this, but you know, a lot of people think, well, Sabbath is always Saturday. Um, even in some languages, like Spanish, for instance, the word for Saturday, it, it almost sounds like Sabbath. So some people think, well, Sabbath is done away with, and now we have the Lord's Day. But I would submit to you that I think the Bible gives us the view that the Sabbath day, the Lord's day is the same day, and the day that we observe it has changed because of the work of Christ in the resurrection. You know, the Lord God created all things in the space of six days, saw that it was good, and rested after his work was finished. Well, when Christ brought about new creation, he finished his work, saw that it was good, and, and rested, right? And so I think there's a sense in which the day has changed because of the new creation that we have in Christ. Um, and so we move not the, the observance of the Sabbath at all. We, just, uh, we move which day on the calendar that it's observed. Okay, so God created the world in six days. Yes, and rested after he finished his work. Okay, and then you're making a parallel there. Yeah, that Christ, when he finished his work of redemption, right, he... Uh, was raised on the first day of the week. And so we find Sabbath rest now in Christ as new creatures in him, right? And so it's, it's bigger than just, um, you know, one simple little thing. The whole Bible is moving towards this need for, for there to be a renewed creation, and Christ has done that. His resurrection has brought new life, and so we rest on that day now. Hmm. Okay, that's, that's helpful. All right, let's, let's highlight uh, something else here. So when we think of religious worship naturally and rightly, we think about worship that's done corporately with the, the body of, of believers that is weekly on the Sabbath with our local church. But the confession actually highlights um, that we should be worshiping uh, as individuals, but also as families. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, paragraph six speaks to that. It says, but God is to be worshiped everywhere in spirit and in truth as in private families, right? And we often call this family worship. I would commend uh, the listener to uh, our theology conference sermons that are online at our website from several years ago as Dr. Joel Beakey did a whole series on family worship. But this is the idea that we gather chiefly with Christ's people on Sundays to worship. But then as individual families throughout the week, we worship him in our homes. And practically in my own home, this looks like reading a verse of scripture, talking about it briefly, praying and singing a song of praise to God. Mm -hmm. And you see this model, particularly in the Old Testament, of families worshiping God together. Mm -hmm. And that's what family worship is. So at home, you're not baptizing no. your kids you're not taking the lord's supper excellent distinction we are we are not given 
certain prescriptions for family worship that we are for public worship. Baptism, Lord's Supper, these things belong to the church, not to the family. Okay. It, the command is there, though, that we should be, the, the, it, as far as the confession is concerned, that we are to worship yeah. as families. Okay, last, um, last highlight. Um, what would you like to, to highlight for I us? Think, I think the word prayer shows up several times. Okay. In, in this chapter, paragraph three, prayer with thanksgiving being one part of natural worship is by God required of all men. You know, all men are required to pray. Um, but of course, our prayers are accepted only in and through Christ. Um, paragraph four, prayers to be made for things lawful and for all sorts of men living or that shall here, here live, or excuse me, shall live hereafter, but not for the dead. This is a prohibition coming from scripture. We actually have commands about something not to pray for which other Christian groups don't observe in the same way. Hmm. You know, there are other groups that pray for the dead. We, we don't believe that we do that. Um, insofar as we know that they're with Christ, we rejoice and thank the Lord for their memory, but we don't pray for them. Hmm. Uh, paragraph six, that um, prayer is not tied to one particular place, as it may have been in other parts of uh, the unfolding work of the scriptures. So prayer is mentioned multiple times, and it ought to cause us to say, you know, prayer is an important part of worship. Yeah. And I need to consider what the scriptures prescribe for prayer. Yeah. And well, and this, this chapter certainly, certainly lays that out. Uh, any other thoughts? No, just lastly, paragraph eight is helpful. How do we prepare for religious worship and the Sabbath? We spend the week before preparing our common affairs, but our hearts. We ask the Lord to prepare us. Something special is happening every Sabbath or every Lord's Day, mm -hmm. first day of the week. Christ gathers with his people, and we gather with him, with them, and we worship mm -hmm. our triune God. And so we ought to consider the preparations we make. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and there's, there's great joy in gathering on yes. Sundays. This is, this is not just mere, um, you know, it's not something we do grudgingly. We, we get up, we're, we're happy to do so. And so our preparations likewise are, are to be something that will lead us to joy. That's right. And so, yeah, we do these things for our joy and uh, for the sake of God's glory. Uh, anyways, guys, that's all we've got. And, we commend, of course, this chapter to you. We'll be in this chapter for uh, three weeks or so. And so we encourage you to read it and to reread it. All right. See you guys later.